Good morning, everyone. My name is Dale Nally, MLA from Mournville St. Albert, and I am honored to MC today's event. Joining me today is my government colleague, Adriana LaGrange, Minister of Health, as well as Executive Director of Alberta Health Services, EMS Provincial Programs, Marty Scott, and Gibbons Fire Chief, Eric Lowe. We are pleased to share with you some opportunities to strengthen the emergency services in communities around our province and provide funding needed to support our amazing frontline workers and volunteers. And on a personal note, I want you to know this is particularly important to me because it, my mom was a paramedic. So this means a lot to me to be able to come here for this announcement. So uh, I'd like to invite the Minister of Health, Adriana LaGrange, to the podium to say a few words. Sorry. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me today to celebrate our collective efforts to improve health care for all Albertans. And uh, pardon me, I also extend a greeting from Premier Daniel Smith and my other government colleagues. And I also want to thank Chief Lowe and the Gibbons Fire Department for having us here today to help us announce $3.85 million in funding dedicated to supporting our emergency medical services across the province through the Medical First Response Program. This will be done through two investment streams, each targeting areas of improvement within our EMS system. So these investments will directly benefit more than 200 Medical First Response partner agencies across our province, including the Gibbons Fire Department. These agencies are an essential part of our emergency response network and are heroes to those in their times of greatest need. They provide critical care to our loved ones when every second counts. Many of these responders are volunteers and are sometimes pulled away from their day-to-day lives at a moment's notice to rush into the unknown. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you to anyone who has stepped up to help their community in this capacity. And I know some of them are here today, so thank you so, so very much. Through these targeted investments, we hope to empower first responders and provide them with the resources they need to help them perform their life-saving work. The first part of this support will be made available through the Training and Equipment Fund and building on the previous success of the Medical First Response Program. The Medical First Response Training and Equipment Fund has expanded by $1.35 million this year to now include medium and large agencies, including fire departments, remote and rural municipalities, and Indigenous communities already engaged in the Medical First Response Program. So this expansion underscores our commitment to increasing efficiency and accessibility to emergency care. A total of 117 medical first response agencies will benefit from this funding, enabling them to acquire essential equipment such as modern automated external defibrillators, trauma bags, CPR mannequins, and facilitating instructor development and frontline response training courses. So these investments will enhance the effectiveness of our first responders and improve patient outcomes province-wide. Recognizing the unique challenges faced by rural and remote communities, we also introduced the Direct Financial Support Program aimed at supporting 183 medical first response agencies with a dedicated funding pool of $2.5 million. This initiative will ease financial burdens associated with delivering emergency services in these areas, 
ensuring equitable access to life-saving care for all Albertans, no matter where they live in our province. We are at a uh, crucial moment in healthcare in Alberta as we move forward with our work to refocus the healthcare service delivery model. As part of this effort, we're prioritizing reducing EMS response times and enhancing access to care in rural areas across the province. Ensuring timely access to high-quality health care in rural areas and Indigenous communities is vital to improving health care delivery and patient outcomes. Prompt response times can make a life-saving difference in emergencies such as heart attacks, strokes, or traumatic injuries. Improving access to care in these communities will help bridge health care disparities between urban and rural populations, ensuring that everyone receives timely treatment. By addressing the specific needs of rural Alberta, we can build a more resilient and unified healthcare system that meets the diverse needs of our population. This approach will, re- will require continued collaboration between our government, healthcare providers, EMS agencies, and community partners to effectively implement and sustain these changes. The Medical First Response Program embodies our collective commitment to excellence in emergency care provision and reflects our dedication to the well-being of Albertans. As we move forward, we remain committed to strengthening emergency medical services and safeguarding the health and safety of every Albertan. Together, we can make a real difference in the lives of all Albertans. I would now like to invite Marty Scott, Executive Director of Alberta Health Services EMS Provincial Programs, to speak. Thank you, Minister. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you today, and I'm really pleased to talk about the important work of EMS and our partners as we bring care to Albertans across the province, including communities like Gibbons. We very much appreciate government support and action on EMS priorities and helping us expand this funding to our partners. MFR responders are important partners that co-respond with EMS to many 911 emergencies across the province, providing on-scene support prior to EMS arrival and working as a team once paramedics arrive. They're key in the chain of survival and a value partner by all paramedics. AHS EMS is committed to working with medical first responders their municipalities and Indigenous communities to ensure residents have access to high-quality service when and where they need it. The Minister has outlined new funding available, and our partners here in Gibbons are receiving funding from both the streams the Minister outlined, helping this dedicated team to continue to bring the best service to their community and in the surrounding area. We greatly appreciate all of our MFR partners and the people that do the work every day across the province and working alongside paramedics. We know that together we continue to work to bring emergency care to Albertans when and where they need it. Thank you. I would uh, also like to thank uh, Chief Lowe for hosting this event today. My apologies, Chief. I should have done that on the front end. Uh, And uh, please, uh, Chief Lowe. Good morning, and welcome to the town of Gibbons and the Gibbons Fire Hall. It's a great honour to have the Minister come to our, this location to announce a new era in medical first response. The Gibbons Fire Department has been involved in medical response since 2016. This program enhances the medical services not only for the residents of Gibbons but to all Alberta. 
by having first responders showing up when the ambulance partners are en route or need that extra set of hands to assist them is an asset that we all really appreciate. The increased funding will help us train more firefighters in medical response, enable us to have a larger amount of skilled members to better assist with not only medical first response, but all responses requiring medical assistance. I look forward to continuing this service, working side by side with Alberta Health Services to ensure people of Alberta continue to receive the care they need when and where they need it. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. I want to thank all of our speakers, Minister LaGrange, Executive Director Marty Scott, and Fire Chief Eric Lowe. This concludes our formal program, and I will now turn it over to the Press, Sec Press Secretary for any media questions. All right. Thanks, everyone. Like Minister Niley said, we'll now turn to questions. So just a reminder to media that it'll be one question and one follow-up. Please state your name outlet for the record. If you are here in person, please line up at the mic, and we'll start with those in the room. First, the mic, go ahead. Thank you. Brianna Carson-Smith with Global News Edmonton. Minister, can you uh, just break down the numbers for me? It was a little confusing in terms of um, $3.85 right. uh distributed, but that's an increase of $3.75 million according to the press release. And then also, do you expect that there will be more uh, MFRs added uh, in jurisdictions um, throughout the province? Well, my understanding was that the program originally started with $100,000, and then we added additional dollars. So now we're up to the, to the $3.85 million. And just to break it down, uh, just so that you have it a little clearer here, the um, as I said earlier the 1.35 million um, is to uh, now include medium and large agencies and the five or 2.5 million is actually um, dedicated funding pool to make sure that they have the dollars that they need to run the operations that they have that's like the equipment and things like that uh, or the equipment people okay. etc yeah. so do you expect that other jurisdictions will be able to train up MFRs and, and actually add that to the, their services? Well, right now we are working with those uh, 200 municipalities, et cetera, that uh, I first uh, spoke, agencies that I first spoke to. Um, and we will look to see if there is a, a need beyond that. But we uh, have been very encompassing in that area. Uh, perhaps I could talk, to, uh, turn it over to um, Marty to, to give further details if you'd like on that. Sure. Thank you. I'll slow it a bit. Um, there, are, uh, there are approximately 318 MFR agencies that we work with right now through Alberta Health Services EMS. And there are 200 of those, as the minister mentioned, have accessed one of the two or both pots of the funding that are available. Um, we'll continue to work with them to monitor how this funding is working for them in case we need to do any program modifications going forward. But as the minister spoke, I think ideally this is going to stabilize some of those pressures that they have to carry on continuing with how they're uh, participating in the system today. So just 318, is the, how many uh, agencies don't have MFRs? Uh, I believe there are north of about 400 or so uh, fire departments across Alberta. Uh, me uh, medical first response agencies are predominantly fire departments. Got it. So, yeah, there's okay. your contrast. Thank you. All right, perfect. Seeing no more questions on the floor, we will turn it over to the phone. So just one question, one follow-up, and uh, please press star one on your phone if you're waiting to get in the queue. Um, operator, please put through our first caller. Dennis Coffin, CBC. 
question to the minister. Uh, I'm in Northern Alberta, and uh, from time to time there are issues with people accessing the emergency medical services. There have been emergency department closures in places like Beaver Lodge. In Grand Prairie, from time to time, there is limited availability of emergency medical services. Is uh, the funding that the province is going to disperse <coughs> in order to increase access to, uh, to EMS and medical services um, going to have uh, any kind of specific allocation to northern Alberta and to rural areas, or will you have some kind of separate funding stream for that? No, um, and, and I'll ask um, Marty to speak to this, but uh, it really is um, across the province in those municipalities um, and in those areas where uh, we, we do see a need for it that already have had existing um, relationships with these agencies, as was already indicated. But they are really across the province and mostly in rural remote locations. But if you would like to add to that. Nope. Um, I, I guess I covered that answer. <laughs> so, Dennis, did you have a follow-up? Uh, no, I'm good for now. All right, perfect. Operator, please put through our next caller. Jacqueline Carmichael, Edmonton Journal. Hi. Um, yeah, this is Jackie Carmichael. I'm wondering about um, if this, these funds are going to be used for operations or um, strictly for equipment and training, and then about how much per agency, assuming, assuming most agencies uh, want to access this, um, how much per agency will be will be provided, and is this um, what what period of time is this spread over? So this is annual funding. So this will be uh, within the next year that the funding is taking place. Um, the in in terms of the amount per agency that will be spread out equitably. I don't have those exact numbers in front of me, but uh, I'm sure my press secretary could look that up and get those to you if you want those specifics. But it really is looking to spread it equitably across the province and make sure that we um, provide them with the equipment as well as the resourcing in terms of, you know, we, everyone is uh, suffering from inflationary costs that those costs are, um, are uh, able to be borne by the agencies that are, are functioning in this area. Does that answer your question? So, um, yes. Uh, is, is that funding then, is it, is it going to be used for operations or just for equipment and training? Well, you know what? I'll, I'll let the professionals speak to how the funding gets used once it uh, gets to them. So, don't mind. Thanks, Minister. Can you hear me okay? I won't move that mic. Okay. Um, there are, as we mentioned, there's two pots of funding. One is for training and one is for operating. Uh, the training fund is generally available for uh, departments that have lower activity that, based on our allocation of funding, wouldn't receive much of the operating funding. So, um, the operating funding is specific to exactly what it is mentioned. It can go towards the cost that those MFR agencies have towards providing service. It could be it, it could be some training costs if they choose to put it there. It could go towards their insurance. It could go towards any number of expenses that they have. So yes, it is for any of their operating costs. All right, seeing as there are no more questions, that concludes our program today. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.